Fresher Than Your Father podcast. We are back. Back. Baraka. What was that noise? I'm not even sure what that was. I don't know. I think, I think you know, it's been so long that I think cats might have just given up. They might, they, they're just out now. And then that noise that you made, it was like, it was a noise that, that might get made during a sneak attack. Right. Sneak attack, like the KRS One album. Yep. Yep. That's it. That was what I was going for. Because for some reason, I'm not sure why, but the phrase sneak attack suddenly conjures up a really bad late in the game Karis one album. That that is that's what what I'm a, that's that's late in the game Karis one right sneak yeah. attack in these MCs with the verses he's Sneaking got set attack. aside yeah like like he's just gonna sh- like he's waiting outside the stall in the bathroom and the second you come out whack MC bursts right in your mouth. Right in your mouth. In fact, we're going to have a real lyrical renaissance later, but just randomly I looked up this song, uh-huh. and I just want to just drop a couple lines of science here. At the start of the program, sneak attack, just so you understand how he's, he's, he's sneaking up on all kinds of cats. All right? I'm just going to drop a couple lines of science right now. Word up. Look at the teacher. I stay attuned. People are blessed when I walk in the room. Snakes don't stop me, and if they did, they'd be asking for a tag for their kids. Here's where he really is. He's sneaking up on you. So sneaky. Medical students lose it when I enter any hospital. (laughs) Sorry. Doctors want to talk music and whatever is topical. (laughs) So logical, I perform the impossible. Really, and that's really that's that's the, those are the lines I really I wasn't ready for. <laughs> so, so can you imagine? Oh, Karis is here. He's here. Oh, great! On the loudspeaker in the hospital at the emergency room, Karis is here. The doctors are. Oh, I, it was a topic I wanted to broach with him. <laughs> well, the doctors see the doctors. They want to talk music and whatever is topical. When KRS is in the hospital. But the medical students, the younger cats, who haven't, they haven't gotten to the level of doctor yet. They aren't, you know, they haven't been in the hospital. And they weren't, they weren't ready. The doctors know KRS might show up to, uh, to talk some music and topical subjects. But the medical students, they lose it. They're wiling out. (coughs) Sorry, I laughed into a cough right there. I just couldn't. (laughs) I mean, they had a scalpel in one hand. Right. And they turned around, and it was just, boom, sneak attack, KRS. <laughs> Don't do it to them, Chris. Yeah. Don't do it to them. They're not ready. It's all logical. He performs the impossible. Right. Right. Like, wait a minute. Who could have done that? It was KRS. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Otherwise, completely impossible. <laughs> I love it. whatever is topical. That is a great line. It is a great line. KRS, I noted in the uh, New York Times. Word. Dot dot dot. And so that's how you start a sentence. Just read the Village Voice. Do people still read the Village Voice. People do that. I do read the Village Voice on a weekly basis. Yeah. So cats will have read the Village Voice and. 
There's yeah. something that's topical of the times. Yeah. Mr. One. Uh, that wasn't an endorsement of the Village Voice. It just happens to be free and occasionally has okay articles. Hey. Yeah. Well, you're, you're participating in their information sharing. Yes. Which means other people do. Yeah. You, mm-hmm. you're, a, you're a noted New York intellect. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm, you know, rubbing my goatee right now. Intellectual pose. Can you be intellectual without a goatee in 2013? I, like, I, don't, I don't know. Like we we each have facial hair and glasses, so we're obviously like we're set, right? Yeah. Boom. We're we're good to go. But some of these other cats out here like mad bare faces. Yeah, what's up with you bare-faced cats? Yeah. I just... Maybe they'll come with some stubble, but then they try to eradicate that. And then it's like, well, what's really happening then with your intellectual status? I don't know. Just important questions, man. It's the equation, that facial hair intellectual equation. And glasses glasses fit in there, too. Exactly. Exactly. What number is this, by the way? Wow, yeah. This is number 47. 47. The last podcast, 46, was two months ago. I was going to say, it feels like we've been stuck on these late 40s. Because we keep talking about how 50 is going to be so powerful. I mean, 47 is a powerful number, obviously, right? Like, it's almost like without saying, right? Yeah. I feel like at this rate, you know, 50 might be 2015, maybe? Yeah, something like that. It's not not a good, but, you know, we're trying to, we're we're bettering our lives through uh, learning. Yes. Hence the goatees. <laughs> yes. Um, I have 47. I think it's a prime number again, like 43. Oh, word. Mistaken. Word up. Yeah, just shout out. Shout out all prime numbers and also Optimus Prime. <laughs> Optimus Prime always gets a shout out. Yeah. I guess it's like a, it's like a, uh, an implicit shout out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And an implicit fuck you to all Decepticons. Except for... Uh, right, right. What, now, see... Soundwave. Soundwave. Thank you. Big yeah. shout-out, Soundwave. Shout-out, Soundwave. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You're absolutely right. <clears throat> absolutely right. The real question, though, is... So go on. No, 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 no. I was going to ramble. Go ahead. I'm just going to throw it out there, because shout-out, Optimus Prime. I mean, Optimus Prime, when it comes to, like... like there were a lot of cheesy... Whack, just like boring, good guy leaders. Yep. But for some reason, I shouldn't say for some reason, but Optimus Prime, he just always, he was, you just know, you knew he was a cool cat. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Optimus Prime. But when he transformed, what happened to the rest of the truck? Have we had this conversation before? I don't think we've had this conversation, but this is, this is one of those, this is important. When you're watching the, the TV, now, I'll admit that about a, a year ago, half a year ago, I made it through all four seasons of Transformers. I went in because I wasn't wow. allowed to watch it as a kid. So why, why, why couldn't you watch it as a kid? It was deemed too violent. Whoa. So, so it, you know, it's all good. I appreciate, you know, I appreciate that my mom was on the side of don't watch G.I. Joe and... Yeah. Uh, Transformers on some, like, military guns type shit rather than being on the flip side of that. Even yeah. though I think, I think 
most of it stemmed from G.I. Joe being on some sure. like super pro military stuff. Yeah. And and then I think she kind of had I, ideas of shows that she thought were going to be really violent that weren't necessarily that violent or whatever. But anyway, yeah, I had yeah. Transformers. I just couldn't watch the TV show. But, sure. But uh, shout out my mom. But shout out. Uh, I was watching all four seasons and um, you know, Transformed. I didn't quite do that right, but it's close the, enough. The, the truck I, part, it kind of, it kind of faded, it kind of like. It would kind of fade out into the background, like it would do like a reverse and then just be out. So when you said this, I knew exactly what you were talking about. And I, I know that I'd never thought deeply about this. So <clears throat> my initial guess was that there's some interdimensional portal. Yeah. That it just, it immediately disappears into and waits for him to, to come back. Right? Waits for him to, to fall back in the truck mode. Yeah. Yeah. This is a powerful question, but see, I think it's related to like when you first asked the question about, you know, essentially why is why is Optimus Prime different than the other cheese ball leaders out there in the cartoon world? Mm-hmm. There's a sense that he has I, I, this feeling I get from Optimus that on a certain level, all this fighting and shit is whack. Yeah. Right. Like, the cheese balls are the ones that are like, this is kind of cool. But there's this little hint of melancholy to Optimus Prime. Like, why do we have to do this? Like, I can't let the whack people have it, but I would much rather just be, like, rolling around on various freeways. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Optimus so, Prime, man. Optimus Prime. So, maybe there's, like, this instant feeling of loss. Like, I just lost my whole trailer. Every time I got to turn into this fake person, robot styles, I lose a piece of me. Stay out. It get man. Shout out Optimus Prime. Yeah, shout out. Shout out. Yep. So either that or cats were just too lazy to figure out what the hell happened to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They knew. They knew that we were so we'd be so hype on Optimus Prime. It didn't really matter. No, we were hype. They, they were kind of right because we were we hype. Were, well, I was hype. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I was hype, and uh, I was hype on that GI Joe too. Word, I was hype on it. So this actually leads into this is kind of a serious topic, a little bit, a little bit. So <clears throat> I'm I'm enjoying the uh, exhibit to the local museum, local new uh, exhibit that's out, touring exhibit. Uh huh. Essentially, a history. Of spy technology, right? Word. And it's just kind of bugged out, man. The, the like, like this kind of like, I don't know how to describe it, man. It's just, it's so militant, right? Like, you're in these museums and you're, you know, I mean, it's, it's the story of our country. It's a story, but like, there's some real, like, fucked up ideologies behind some of this shit. You know, these mm-hmm. other countries are foul. And we're going to go sneak on them and they're going to sneak on us. I don't know. I mean, I guess it's cool in one sense. But like the the kind of the vibe of the whole exhibit is, isn't it fresh that we can do this stuff? Look at all these sweet ways we have to spy on cats and steal information. I don't know, man. We just celebrate some weird things in this country, I think. Yeah, definitely. You know, definitely. And then you wonder, like, if it's all out here in the museum, yo. What's all the stuff you're not telling us? Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, they wouldn't be able to spy on you if you did, if they told you. 
See, that's the whole point. I mean, that's the whole point. So I don't know, man. Your mom was probably right on that, man. I don't want you thinking the military cats were all like fresh like that. Yeah. Because I thought they were fresh. Word. And I thought they rolled with ninjas. <laughs> I mean, don't doubt that I snuck in a couple episodes because I, was, oh, you know, once yeah. once you're told you can't you can't watch that, then yeah. But yeah, yeah. Um, and okay. I mean, you know, all those cartoons had classic characters. It's like becomes part of pop culture, and so now I have like a. a, a a section of references that I just don't, you know, I don't really have because I never watched that show. Sure. Sure. But, you know. But, yeah. I don't, you know, I don't, I don't fully know the, the self-psychoanalysis, but I wasn't allowed to play with BB guns. I wasn't allowed to watch G.I. Joe. Yep. And these days I'm not really a fan of any kind of guns or military or any of that shit. So, you know. Yeah. You know, truth be told, that's not something to be a fan of. I don't care what our culture says. Like, because when guns come out, people get shot. Yep. And uh, I don't know if anyone knows anyone who was shot or has been shot. I think it's safe to say that's not fresh. Not fresh. It's, it's yeah. yeah. Getting shot on the not fresh list. Yeah, absolutely. It's up there. Yep. Yep. So it's just bugged out that we're all about it as a country. And zombies. Why do we like zombies, man? All, All right. right. So let's, let's let's talk about zombies for a second, man. What? Because I was having a conversation about zombies the other day with the homie Bina. Shout out. Shout out. And she's mad into zombies. She's mad into the show. What's the show called? Walking Dead. Walking Dead. I've watched yeah. two episodes. Here's my here's my Walking Dead knowledge base. All right. Yeah. I got. The homie Bina, she's hype. I got the homie Dave out in L.A. and his wife. They're hype. Hype. Watched two episodes with them. Couldn't really get into it. Yeah. I just couldn't do it, and I'll tell you why. In the main reason why in a second. And uh-huh. then you got the homie Omega Jackson. Jackson, shout out. Shout out. Constantly railing on Facebook that that Walking Dead. It's strictly a white people show. <laughs> <laughs> the jokes are nonstop that, oh, shit, Walking Dead, I know what all you white people are doing right now. Right. Like, I won't give you a call. I won't shout you out. I know you, you're getting your, your Walking Dead zombie shit on. I will respect the space you need. <laughs> <laughs> white people. And... So there's that, and then and seeing that, I was like, all right, is there is there some fucking, you know, typical horror movie? Black people always die in horror movies. Racist shit going on that I, you know, like I could guess was going on, but I don't don't know. So I went and researched that a little bit a couple months ago. Yeah. And there were definitely some columns, some cats calling it out on some racist shit. Like what? I think I well. So wait. So again. I'm yeah. really, I'm really rambling here. I know. I mean, I, I'm not, I, I'm, I'm really going for it, and I know you probably have lots of science to drop, but let, I'm about to. Yeah, we'll, we, we'll go in on it. I was just going to frame up my position on it or where I come from with it. Yeah, so yeah. I, I read it, the graphic novels. I do watch the show, but keep going, keep going. Oh, see, and that, that's the whole, the whole next level graphic novels. Whenever you get yeah. graphic novels in there, not saying that graphic novels can't be fucked up in themselves, which is totally possible, but well, then sure. there's, there's an extra layer of possible freshness. That's there, 
when you're talking about the graphic novels. Because there's a lot of fresh graphic novels. I feel like the Spectrum, there's, there's a greater chance the graphic novel is going to be fresh than a TV show. But anyway, my final Absolutely thing is, yeah. I read some shit. Cats was saying, yeah, you know, certain uh, black characters either died or, like, they were two-dimensional or some, some, some and such. So yeah. anyway, okay, I was like, all right, you know. But it wasn't it wasn't like you Googled it and there was overwhelming masses of articles that The Walking Dead is the most racist shit. It wasn't some shit like that. It was just, you know, right. here's a couple articles. But that all of that is not the main reason I don't watch the show. But first, I'm going to let you go in on the show and I will give you my my take on zombies. Well, <clears throat> so for me, it's separate in that there is an overall fascination with zombies. And then there's the show that's like the epicenter of a broader fascination with zombies. So it's like I'm into the show, but I'm more. So what happened was just I read graphic novels. I hit a point where I was just checking for like just random graphic novels. Like, you know, just back, you know, Borders. Yeah. R.I.P. You know, you're in school. Sometimes you need a little break and graphic novels are chill read. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you, you read different joints, and I stumbled across Walking Dead, and I read it. And so the subtitle of it, of Walking Dead, is A Tale of Survivor Horror. And it was much more about the people, right? The, 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 how this group of people was surviving in this whole situation. And how the zombies were kind of props that forced the people in a whole different situation. So to me, it wasn't about the zombies. So it's not like I'm like, oh, zombies are fresh. It's like this story is fresh, and then this show comes out. And your point about what's different about TV shows and graphic novels is really well taken. And uh, I'm sorry, man. It seems like these these little allergies are coming after me, man. Allergies are serious right now. Man, if I could punch these allergies right in the face, yeah. I would. No shower. It's strictly stay out. Stay out. Dude. T- that should so be a, t- a T-shirt. No shout outs, strictly stay outs. Strictly stay outs. Be out allergies. Yeah. In any event, hold on, let me let me pause real quick to handle this. I think I'm good. We're good? We're good. So, yeah, so your point is really well taken. It really is true that what makes a successful TV show is different. And so sometimes you can get some weird portrayals of people and stuff. But I I found that the, I didn't find the graphic novel really was coming ill on any racial shit. But, you know, shout out Omega Jackson. (laughs) Shout out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I just think it's bugged out that so many people are like, zombies are fresh. I just don't understand broadly what's fresh about a zombie. Or what's fresh about a zombie apocalypse. You don't understand what's fresh? What's, what's not fresh? What's fresh about a zombie apocalypse? 
You see what I'm saying? Like, like people have set up these like zombie runs, right? Uh huh. Where like it's like a, a obstacle course where people play zombies and other people run from the zombies. Wow. And like you know, pretend shit, but you know, like it gets wow. mad real. Wow. I'm just so, blown away by that shit. I, I could totally believe it. I'm just wow. Well, yeah. Cats are really going. Cats love the zombie shit. Love the zombie. This the this the thing. So the story of The Walking Dead and its core. That TV show does get a little weird sometimes. I think is an interesting story. The phenomena of the zombie apocalypse is not fresh. No, no. It's it's really not. And so this is the reason I can't fuck with zombies. Like, I, I did like 28 Days Later. I could deal with it for the feature-length film. Yeah. But for the most part, I stay away from zombies. I'm just not... I don't know what it is, but, you know, it's like the idea... Because I feel like, you know, those movies are really based on, let's say, okay, the zombie apocalypse has happened, right? Right. You're, you're, you're with your, your crew of people. They might be new people. They might be old, you know, your old homies, whatever. But they become your crew, your homies. And the whole tension is about whether one of your homies is going to become a zombie. And then you have to kill them before they right. kill you. Right. Right. I'm not into that. <laughs> right. <laughs> the idea of... Oh shit, my dude just got his arm bit by a zombie. Now I have to chop his head off or else, cause he's gonna die anyway, but he's still not fully a zombie, but I'm gonna kill him now. Right. And the whole tension about that, which I, you know, that's the, that's the, that's what the tension is based on, but I'm not into that. And I'm not into watching something and forming like, you know, the, the viewer relationship with certain characters just to have yeah. them killed off by their, by other characters, like, by other characters I also like, or by other characters I don't like. You know right. what I mean? Right. So, what I, for me, what I want to get out of my TV shows is not that. <laughs> <laughs> it's one thing. It's one thing if a character I like dies. It's like, right. all right, I wasn't into that, but you know, they died. But to have another like them, nah, 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 nah. That's not the way I wanted to see cats go out. Right. Right. And that might, who knows what kind of, you know, subliminal, like my own, like, you know, whatever that says about my own, like, psychology or whatever, but I don't really give a shit. I'm not really trying to check for how, like, cats going out like that. Right. That's the zombie rant. What's interesting to me is, like, you know, these, like, your whole world is shifted around and how you build relationships and how people, you know, that have been lost or how that affects you and how it affects your idea of what's possible you know what I mean? Like, uh, that that kind of stuff was interesting. And so it was kind of bugged. Like, this TV show, people got mad because there were whole periods where the, the story was just about the people, and they weren't really killing zombies. And it was like, uh, hey, man, could you bring around more zombies? Because we want to see people kill zombies and get killed by zombies. That's what we find entertaining. Mm-hmm. So then the show became, well, all right, there has to be, like, a, a minimum zombie count in each episode. It's like, uh, I'm not really into decaying humans. No. And I'm not really into decaying humans walking and biting. Like, like no part of that is fresh. No. No. So, so, when you give me the zombie count, like, like, like there's a quota. Zombie quota. We, we must see X number of zombies. I don't know. It's just weird. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I feel you on that. What are we doing out here? I guess that's my question. What are we doing out here? 
That's you know, it's it's the cat. They're the opposite of me, man. They watch it for to see cats fall off with the zombie zombie apocalypse. You right. know what I mean? But right. I, I I actually I feel you. That's actually that shit is really interesting to me. I love the movies where cat wakes up like in twenty eight days later, and everyone's gone. Whether they're yeah. dead, whether they all got on the UFO and blasted off to the next galaxy, whatever the fuck. But you're like suddenly like one of the only people left standing in a giant empty city. I love that shit. That shit, it's, or you and your homies are trying like that shit is fresh. And how that how that interplay works without yeah. the zombie factor, yeah, fresh. Yep. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, it's yeah. interesting. It's explorations of the human psyche. Yes, that's what I'm about. Not dead rotting people biting. <laughs> That's what I'm about. So, speaking of dead rotting people, your <laughs> thoughts on Dwayne Wade in Miami? <laughs> I was wondering who you're gonna come. Who is gonna get? Who is gonna get the zombie? The zombie label? I don't know. I think it's bugged out. How people are basically like Dwayne Wade is a dead body, and LeBron James must carry this dead body if he wants. Like, whoa, 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 whoa! My man is hurt. He's not doing these these amazing Dwayne Wade things, but I don't know. I just think it's a funny narrative. Oh man, it make it seem like my dude's leg is falling off. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it is. Maybe it is, Ian. I don't know. It looks attached to me. I'm trying to think of any other observations we can pull out of these uh these these semifinal rounds here. Well, one's done. One was over quite fast. Your Spurs, your Spurs really went for it on that one. It was bug. It was yeah. really crazy to watch. Yeah, it was crazy to watch. Although I have to say, just the Tony Parker jumper has just become this thing of sheer beauty. Oh, can't stand that guy, but he's so good. I, it was just, it was unbelievably beautiful. This is, you know, who knows where it goes from here. I don't want to talk it up too much. I don't want to jinx the Spurs, but it was just really surprising because I remember back when. Uh, in order to win a title, they had to sit him down and play Speedy Claxton. And I'm not making that up. Man. It's, it's, hey, we're going to play Speedy Claxton. Speaking, speaking of zombies, it, it, did, did, did Duncan get, like, his arms and legs replaced by, by fresh zombie, like, uh, you know, I'm, par, body I'm pretty, parts? I'm pretty sure. Either that or he's got, like, horse sinews in his arms and legs. Yeah. They just took like the muscles of like horse legs <laughs> and just stapled them, just stapled them right on his arms and legs. Secret implants, secret equine implants. That's right. That's the new thing. That's uh, yeah. You know, you know, I, I, this might just be like revisionist history. Shout out Dawood. This might be <laughs> revisionist history of some manner, but. All the teams that have lost already in the playoffs are whack to me. Is that just unfair? Like, I look back at these teams like, eh, but they were kind of whack, though. Uh, Golden State was fun, man. They were fun. They were fun. But no, you're right. They were fun. They were, they were good. I, you don't have, I'm not trying to make you change your mind. I, I'm just saying, I really, that was fun to watch. Those, that, it was. Those two guys, I mean, when, I don't know about the greatest backcourt ever, even though there was a lot of talk about that, but, I mean, wow, like, those guys were just, it was amazing to watch. That was that was a, some fun series, and they yeah. they made it as far as they probably should have, especially since Bog you know Bogut's 
kind of a zombie himself. Kind of he is. Goes, kind of goes back and forth. He does. Most of the time he's a zombie. Sometimes he he he's able to kind of overcome the zombie uh, crumbling, you know, body features. But yeah, right. Yeah, uh, that, that was that was fun. Well, it's more like like because at this stage you're like starting to assess these teams, right? So Spurs are already in the finals. You're like, okay, well, who could they beat? Could they beat these other teams? And and you know, you look at the the Pacers and the Heat as they kind of go through what they're going through. You try to figure out well, well, outside of the obvious, who's going to win the game they play? Because these playoffs they have like a month in between each game. Yeah. So there's a lot of time to just sit and wonder. So you're trying to figure out well, who's better, who's not, and you go back to well, who did they beat? There's a lot of these teams like you're like oh yeah they you know Spurs beat Memphis and you think like mm, they were kind of whack though like they they had a couple good players but I don't know like they spent all that time telling me how great Mike Conley is yeah Mike yeah, Conley's yeah. cool he's cool but slow down yeah right and the the Chicago Bulls man it was so much fun to watch them they have so much heart man so oh, much yeah. oh yeah just just fight so so much pride. But you know your your unquestionably best player is in a suit, you know. And then between your other best players, one is like getting botched up spinal taps, and the other one is like playing on one foot. Yep. And you know, cats are getting served up by a second year player and Nate Robinson. Like, what's going on here? So you know, so it probably is just you know hindsight's twenty twenty and you know to the winner goes the spoils whatever other cliche there's a lot of cliches I should have a cliche list I just run them all off boom 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 but uh I don't know so what what do you think happens from here Ian what's your prognostical predictional uh, guess I made up two words and they were totally unnecessary I thought there were, I thought there were some fresh words you know what I mean? yeah perfectly suited for fresher than your father <laughs> podcast. And, and the madness that is sports prognosticating. That's right. Prog- yeah. Yeah, um, that thing. That thing. I, man, um, I mean, the Spurs look really fucking good, but shit, they looked really good last year and then lost four in a row. I, you know, I, uh, by them knocking the Grizzlies out, they made sure, as, as much as I am a fan of, of certain Spurs teams, I'm definitely, I continue to root for LeBron. So, uh, it made sure that, that if the cat, the Cavs, wow, look at that slip up right there. See, see? And that's, that, yeah. See there? (laughs) I don't even know what to say about that. I have no, I I don't know what to say there. LeBron started this. I reverted to my Cavs days, he said. Yeah. Last game. He, he's put it back in the combo. He's, but go ahead. It's back in the combo. It's floating around in the brainwaves. Yep. Uh, I think it's going to be a tough series for Miami if they make it. And I think they'll make it. I'm pretty sure they'll make it. I just don't see yeah. – I, I, I'm liking how dominant Hibbert has been. But Yeah. Because um, I, always, I always was a fan of Hibbert. But um, I just don't see Indiana really coming out. If they do come out, I'm probably not watching any of the finals. Uh, no, you know, I just – I've seen the Spurs, and yeah. I hope, and I, I would root for the Spurs, but I just don't really care that much. But sure, but I, I want. I've told you about this, right? I, I, I root for LeBron for a couple reasons. One being, I mean, of course, I wish he was still on Cleveland, but like, like I was rooting for him for all those Cleveland years, staying in Cleveland, 
Yeah. It's painful to talk about, I know, but I'm just, I was rooting for well, him. That's all good. And it's then good. I also root for him because he's the best and Kobe is not. Right. <laughs> right. And so that's, I, I continue, I just want to see him get rings. See, this, this is the cool thing about this, like, because I think Miami will come out too. And if it is Miami versus the Spurs, either way, no matter who wins, it's, it's a knock on Kobe a little bit, right? Word. Like, if the Spurs win, Duncan gets another title, it, it equals Kobe, and I think kind of dead to any yeah. debate about who's the best player of their generation. Yeah. Yeah. If LeBron wins, then, you know, LeBron inches up a little bit closer on Kobe, and then all who's better debates are gained more. Yeah. So either way, Kobe loses, which is exciting. It's true. That's, that's a good way to – I like that framework. Yeah. yeah. All right. And so – you know, I do think Miami comes out, and I'll admit, and as a Spurs fan, this is weird to say, I have mixed feelings. I'm such a huge Spurs Duncan fan that any extra stripe on their resume, I'm excited about them getting. Uh-huh. But I'm so exhausted of any negative LeBron narratives yep. that I don't want to hear any of the trash that will come out if they lose to the Spurs in the finals. And I like seeing great players. One of the cool things about working, about rooting for the Spurs all this time has been seeing Duncan slowly get an extra check by his name. Like, okay, he keeps doing all this fresh shit. He's that dude, right? Yep, yep. And so I, I kind of want to see LeBron keep getting, because, you know, the Cleveland thing, I, whatever at this point. You know what I mean? It's a great dude playing ball. I just want to see a great dude playing ball. Yep, yep. And, and I like, I, I want to see him get his stripes. I want to see him. Keep getting little checks by his name, and I just don't want any. Can LeBron do it? Can he pull through? Because yeah. then he would be one and three in the finals. Which, on one hand, the dude has gotten would have gotten to four finals. Yeah. Right. Yep. Like, how many finals did did Barkley get to? Yep. How many finals did Ewing get to? Right. <laughs> <laughs> what are we talking about? Yep. I mean, even Dirk. He, you know, we got what two now? Two. So if he gets to the finals, it will have been four times he's been to the finals, which I think is worth a lot, a lot, a lot of holler. Yeah. And he's gotten one. But I, it would be cool to see him get two. I don't know. I I, I think I would lean a little towards Miami because that dude is he's unbelievable. I mean, it, it's kind of tired to sit here and talk about how great he is, but he is kind of great. Shout out LeBron. He listens. Did you know that? I think I made that up. I think that's false. Shout out basketball. Shout out basketball. It's almost over. We're about to hit the worst time of sports. Yeah, uh, although I've, I've found I found my own nerdy replacement for the worst time of sports. What's that? Track. Word. Yeah, I'm big on track these days. I my 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 websites go ESPN for the basketball. Yeah. After I've read my shit, let's run dot com. All my shit, all my fucking, it's a big meet going on right now, actually, in the home state. It's one of the biggest meets of the uh, the season, the so-called track season, the Diamond League. Diamond League? Yeah, you got, you got, you got the, the infamous Bowerman Mile, named after the founder of Nike. Wow. You got Asbel Kiprop from Kenya, number one miler in the world. Running there with a bunch of other cats. It's gonna, it's gonna be a, 
a good. I want to try to look up the. Uh, the I can only get the replays on YouTube, but yeah, there's some nerdy shit. You aren't ready for that. Yo, man, this is this is some real shit though. Why why are we being boxed in by major sports? Yeah, there are cats in all kind of spots competing. Competing, man. The other day, I sat and watched about ten minutes of uh, women's lacrosse. How was it? It was really interesting. And though, but I'm I'm thinking like, no, this is fresh. This is fresh. All right. I'm going to find another sport. I'm going to find another sport. If you're if you participate in a sport and you would like to me for me to follow you, because my following is such a it's like a gift really. It is it's a big gift. During the summer months, hit me up. Holler, holler. So you know I don't know if if curling happens in the summer, but petition a brother. Curling summer curling. Summer curling. In northern countries. Exactly. Nordic areas. Icy areas. <laughs> it's hot out. I may want to look at people fuck with ice. Yeah. Well, I mean, aren't the, the hockey the hockey playoffs are still going on right now, right? Apparently so. Apparently there's been some really exciting games. My problem with hockey, possibly lacrosse, some of these games, I can't see the fucking the thing that you're tossing around. Can't see it. Can't see it. And and I see people hitting each other. Exactly. But I don't see the thing. I don't see the thing. And when I can't see the thing, Ayo. Ayo. I'm just not that interested. Yo, this lady, she straight got busted right in the face with the with the lacrosse uh, sphere, ball, whatever it's called. Shit. Right in the grill. Bam. And I think she continued playing. It's hardcore, man, but it's just. Oh, definitely hardcore. Th- they can't see it. I, who sees it? But cats were going in, man. It was it was exciting. Shout out North Carolina. They won. cats could use that in a, in in a, in a rap lyric. You can't see me like a hockey puck. You can't see. Can't see me like a hockey puck, or like a lacrosse thing. Orb. What is it? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> or like a. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna nerd out. What's that thing in Quidditch? What's it called? <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! That, that little ball with the wings. What's that? You can't see me like that thing. That thing, man. That thing. The uh, shit. I know. I know at least one of the people listening. They know what it is. They know exactly what it is. They know what it is. Hey man, uh, shout out to the cable stations that I now pay for. That don't play shit, but play Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone over and over again. Wow. Yeah, I'm bitter. Shout out, shout out to bootleg internet websites that have HD quality movies. I'm very stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I give these motherfuckers our money. I mean, it's way easier the way you're doing it. You don't have to worry. You don't have to worry about the website getting busted or the stream being bad or whatever. But yeah, I also don't have to worry about having that extra hundred dollars each month. <laughs> that's a that's a that's a little bit of stress going. Phew. Pay on some random shit. Yes. I think this needs to be said in the podcast. I think I've told you already. But mm-hmm. my mom came to visit a month or so ago. A word. Shout out, classic. You know? Shout out. 
she uh so we had you know various adventures and she checked she checked the crib she came came through and uh and then we walked up the bl- the, the block to get these lentils was this the first time your mom had the lentils oh yeah 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 that's fantastic this is the how, first time how did she enjoy the lentils she couldn't believe the lentils see but i want before we get to the lentils i want i want to take you on this walk so if you're going to get the lentils who are you going to roll with the, to the lentils with? Of course. Oh, you you got to go with center, right? Center. Shout, shout out. Shout out. Big shout out. Center. So. <laughs> I was so like, I was so jealous. <laughs> but go uh, ahead. Um, so shout out DJ Center. And so we link up with center and uh, we roll up the block. And it was like a fucking rap video. It was like a fucking Sesame Street. <laughs> you know what I mean? Wait, 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 wait. I love that Sesame Street and rap video are the same. Look <laughs> at Mr. Analogy. Rogers' neighborhood. You know what I mean? Right. It's all the same thing. Yeah. You know what we're talking about. Yeah. You know, like, like the only thing we were missing is, is we weren't rapping while we were walking up the block. Right. Right. You know? Or speaking just in general rhymes. Yeah. Which would have been appropriate for Sesame Street as well. So first, we, we, we pass by the stoop. Cats are chilling. Emil gives pounds all around. Yeah. Pounds all around. Right? Right. Right. Keep it moving. Cross Myrtle. On Myrtle, on the corner of Myrtle, my man is on the bike coming, coming the other direction. Center! Oh shit! (laughs) Gives the pound. Air. We're walking up the block across the street. Yo, what up? Oh shit. <laughs> we move on. And as we move on, Center leans over to me and says, You know who that was, right? Nah. That was Jay Bless. So that was the Jay Bless sighting. The original Jay Bless. So instead of rolling up on the, the, the studio session, no. Jay Bless rolled up on lentils with the moms. He, 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 yeah, he could have, you know, if he had, he, he almost pulled a move. Luckily, we, we kept him moving. Because sometimes wow. you have to keep him moving with Jay Bless. You got to keep him moving with Jay Yeah, you yeah. got to keep him moving. But Jay Bless in the flesh. You know what I mean? Wow. Yeah. That's like epic. Yeah, yeah. My it, did, it didn't even, center, it didn't even, didn't even end, end there. Yeah, yeah. There were more Mr. Rogers Neighborhood, you know, uh, shout outs throughout the whole three block walk up to Lentils. So what was Ma Dukes's, uh, uh, impression of seeing her son in the homie center in their, in their zone? She, was, their lo- she was loving it, man. She was loving it. Everyone's in the zone. It's a beautiful day. We're on the block, lentils, and then you get the lentils, and lentils is like, is like the rap video when you get to the, you get to the bench in the park, or you get to the, you know, you get to the end, the end spot, right? Yeah. And yeah. everyone is there, everyone yep. has their hands in the air, yep. you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and everyone's just wilding out like, yo, and that's when, you know, you, you sing the chorus, everyone's yep. on the chorus, yep. you know? Yeah. Um, what you want, nine? Da, 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 that that shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's how it was the lentil. Yeah. Yeah. Tap the bottle, twist the cap. Yeah. 
<laughs> Matt, that analogy Matt. was not chosen for any racial reasons. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> but I know what you mean. That that and I've fallen through lentils with you and Center. Like it's mad love in the lentil spot. It's mad love, man. I was there last night. The homie, uh, shout out the homie Max Moore, the actor. Shout out. Just, just, just finishing up the last week of the, uh, the off Broadway play, play, Master Builder, starring John Turturro. Wow. Co-starring Max Moore, the actor. I stay woke. Oh no, that's Master Teacher. That's different. Sorry. But, but Master Builder, I mean, we're talking about some serious 5% sounding shit. It is. It is. You could, you could see RZA in that role. Oh yeah. Man, I was just geeking today. It was a little, a slight deviation a little bit. Go for it. On, uh, on Ghostface. Supreme clientele. Yeah. You know, he said, uh, uh, what does he say? Teach us how to raise our fam through love and economic plans. That's Master Builder. That's, it's Master Builder. And now that you've gone to Ghostface, I have to go there. I have to, you know, to read a little something here. Some Ghostface. Some Ghostface-ish. Share it with the people. If you haven't checked this um, Complex Magazine series, Ghostface comments on his favorite songs from his, his all his albums. He comments on Supreme Clientele. I'm just going to read some things here. And you, you know, I think, yeah, I think I forwarded most of this for you before. It's special. Ghostface. I went to jail. But before that, it was one of those times. I was still Ghost, even though Iron Man wasn't really where I wanted it to be lyrically. Like I said, <laughs> Iron, Iron Man was kind of dark. I went to, I had went with RZA to Ohio to work on the album. We had some land over there. There was really nothing on that land. I felt like I fucked up on that one. But when you hear Supreme, it's more colorful. It's like a box of crayons. Or a nice fruit bowl. It just looks colorful. When I did Supreme, I was like, I'm coming back. Especially with beats first. So I went to Juju from the Beat Nuts. My man Haas from Staten Island. RZA. You know, different motherfuckers. I had nutmeg for my barber. That's my man. My old barber made nutmeg. Then, uh... Wow. Yeah. Colorful, like... like a nice fruit bowl. A nice fruit bowl. He also comments on um on Iron Man. He comments that uh talking about Iron Man at the end, he says he says, uh, to me Iron Man is dark. After the smoke is clear and the last couple songs at the end, even the Mary joint is down. Even Assassination Day, they're dark. I was oh, yeah. mad I was mad as a motherfucker, but I couldn't do nothing about that after it was wrapped up. They were like, you'll put it out there. And then Nas came with I Am after that. And he had nice, colorful joints. But it was what it was. Wow. Colorful joints. Colorful joints. You know what I mean? Man, I, I hadn't seen this, man. This is so essential. It's, it's, it's mad essential. These, inter- these, these interviews, these interviews with I think there's the one with Method, there's the one with Premiere, there's all these different ones, and they're really dope. And it was dope enough for me, like, oh, I should follow Complex Magazine 
And then I followed Complex Magazine on Facebook, and then I decided, no, I shouldn't follow Complex Magazine. <laughs> but, <laughs> but when they come with these little things, told yeah. by the told by the cats themselves, talking about studio sessions, talking oh. about songs, yeah, that's was, classic. Was was that the one that uh the where they went in on the the oral history of uh Mob Deep's The Infamous? Was that on Complex? It might have been. They've done a lot of just all these oral history type joints. It's classic. It's really dope. Like that's how I I didn't realize that Tip did so much drum programming on the Infamous. Like I knew he produced those couple joints, but all the rest of the tracks he did a lot of drum programming. That's why the album hits so hard. But and it's it's not Q-Tip saying yeah I did that. It's Havoc and Prodigy saying yeah that Tip did that. It's bugged out. Word. We need these legends. We need these stories, man. Yeah, man, absolutely. I don't know. Since we're out here reading people's quotes, is it time for the lyrical renaissance? It, it might be time for the. I'm, 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 I'm hyped. What's happening with the lyrical renaissance? So it's interesting. You should mention Complex Magazine. I actually, I was just, uh, <clears throat> I, I follow Earl Sweatshirt on Facebook, and he tweeted out that he was listed as number thirteen. On Complex Magazine's 25 Best Rap Verses of the Last Five Years. Word. So I go check for it. And there's a verse that they have listed as the number one rap verse. And and what's cool about this list, interesting, I think we built on this before. I don't know if on the podcast. But it's it's cool to check for Cat's verses in a song, right? We'll talk about the best song, best album. But sometimes a verse can be real special, even if it may not, the whole song may not live up to that particular verse. Yep. Or on posse cuts, you know. And, you know, shout out, DJ Ian Head has done a project called Verses, where he just pulled out a verse here, remixed it. Words. Shout out to homie Ian Head. Shout out. It's kind of, it's kind of foul that I shouted out myself right there. I take yeah, that well, back. You shouted out DJ Ian Head, your musical entity. <laughs> <laughs> So, number one on the list is the Nicki Minaj verse on Monster. Oh, yeah, okay. So, explain your yeah, oh, yeah, okay. Explain your response there. I just thought that shit was gimmicky, man. Yeah? I'm not remembering the exact lyrics to it. I thought flow-wise, I think that could be definitely up there, top 20, like, uh, I don't know what you call it, MC Moments. Or some shit like that. Because I feel mm. like she did the different voices, right? She came right. with, you know, the dragon voice and the, the, yep. uh, the like, California airhead stereotype voice. And, the, you know, like, she came with the different voices and the lyrics. And I'm not saying the lyrics were whack. I don't remember them off the top. I can look them up. But yeah, I don't see how the lyrics themselves are standing next to a lot of other cats. So that's what we're going to go in on the lyrical renaissance. Sorry, I just like went off on the... You just go nope, in on but it. you pointed out exactly why we want to return to the lyrics. Now, it's interesting as they kind of couch this whole list, what constitutes the truly great rap verse? There are many different answers, right? So some write dense traditional bars, some keep it blunt. Others adopt the manic personality and deliver their lines and character, which is kind of where she is with it, right? So they say the one constant, at least for the great ones, is an ambiguity ability to imprint their words in the brains of anyone who hears them so this complex magazine you got a lot of different authors here shout out to all these cats i'm not going to read the list but uh so that's who we're quoting here um so but you knew the verse right off top right yeah all right so 
Here's the lyrics. Pull up in the monster automobile gangster with the bad bitch that came from Sri Lanka. Yeah, I'm on the, in that Tonka color of Willy Wonka. You could be the king, but watch the queen conquer. Okay, first things first, I'll eat your brains. Then I'll start rocking gold teeth and fangs. Because that's what a motherfucking monster do. Hairdresser, hairdresser from Milan, that's the monster do. Monster Giuseppe Hill, that's the monster shoe. Young Money is the roster and a monster crew. Is the roster and a monster crew. And I'm all up, all up, all up in the bank with the funny face. And if I'm fake, I ain't noticed because my money ain't. So let me get this straight. Wait, I'm the rookie. But my features and my shows ten times your pay. 50K for a verse, no album out. Yeah, my money's so tall that my Barbie's got to climb it. Hotter than a Middle Eastern climate. Violent. Tony Matterhorn, duty wine it. Wildin'. Nikki on them titties when I sign it. That's how these niggas so one-track minded. But really, really, I don't give a F-U-C-K. Forget Barbie, fuck Nikki, cause she's fake. She's on a diet, but her pocket's eating cheesecake. And I'll say Bride of Chucky is child's play. Just killed another career, it's a mild day. Besides yay, they can't stand besides me. I think me, you and Am should menage Friday. Pink wig, thick ass, give him whiplash. I think big, get cash, make him blink fast. Now look at what you just saw. This is what I live for. I'm a motherfucking monster. Oh, oh sorry. Goes on? That's it. Like that, that, that just shows how she made those lyrics, which to me were basically on the same level as, as like a Nori verse. She made them not to diss Nori like that, but like she made them into this crazy thing. But you yeah. re- you read the lyrics themselves, and yeah, yeah, <clears throat> it's weird to me. Like there are moments in here that I think are kind of ill. Uh huh. No they're doubt. Just, but they're just moments. Yeah. And it's weird too because when I read it, I hear her doing it, and the vocal take was crazy. No, d- no doubt. It was crazy. Like, and, and I say that as a person who's laid tracks before and who's tried mixing tracks and whatnot and tried putting filters on vocals. The way that whoever engineered this mixed this and the way she laid it, the way the three of them put together their vision to come out with a final verse was fresh. Like, you can't, like, as a, as an act of recording lyrics, it's kind of unassailable. Uh huh. But, I think you're right, man. I don't know. It's just interesting that this is, you know, I mean, 25 best rap verses of the last five years, right? Kind of a curious so let, way to can, think can about you, can, it. Can you run down the other, the other, uh, the other, ver- can we do this? I know oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. At least I, top I, 10 or whatever. All right. Let, let's go. You want to go top 10? I'll go top 25. I mean, you know. Yeah, it. let's do it. All right. <clears throat> a lot of these, I have no idea what they are. So 25 Meek Mill House Party, the first verse. And this is everything since 2008, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, 2008. Number 24, Killer Mike Reagan, verse okay. 2. Uh-huh. J. Cole, Beautiful Bliss. Currency, Elevator Music, the first verse. Royce the 5'9", Remember the Titans. J. Rock, 
money trees on uh, uh on, on, on Lamar. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Tyler the Creator, the first verse on Yonkers. Juicy J, every day. It's crazy pronouncing these words, right? <laughs> I just Juicy J, Juicy J, every day. I, sh- I shouldn't be skeptical, but uh, but yeah, okay. These things happen. Lupe Fiasco, Lupe Fiasco, SLR, the second verse. Gucci Mane, first day out, first verse. That's 16, Gucci Man. Andre 3000, Sleazy Remix, which is uh, apparently a track by Kesha. Haven't checked for that. I'm going to, yeah. Danny Brown, One Train. That's from this year. Danny Brown is an odd fellow. Yeah, he is. Earl Sweatshirt, Earl, the first verse, which is pretty crazy. Gunplay, Power Circle, have no idea who that is. Diddy, oh, let's do it remix, bruh. I, ooh, all right. ooh, ooh, uh, uh, I, 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 there's a Diddy verse in your top uh, eleven. That's now. I don't, I don't know if we can even go. I don't know. Whoever we, wrote the verse must have been great. Diddy, oh, right. hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We gotta look this one up. Diddy, what? What is this? What's it's, this? Oh, let's do it remix. Oh, and they, let's do it. They say, we're not sure who wrote Diddy's verse on here, but we're going to go ahead and assume it was Rick Ross since it was Boss's verse that sounds in tunes with and immediately follows Diddy's verse. Yeah. yeah are you, are yeah, you looking yeah. at it right now? I'm not looking at the lyrics. I'm just, you know, I'm just I was curious who they attributed the lyrics to. Diddy. Verse one or ver- is another verse? Diddy, verse- oh, let's do it. Oh, let's do it. Remix verse one. I got my billions up. We had to edit this section out, and now we return to the uh, normally scheduled programming. That's that's number. What is that? Number ten. That's number eleven. 10. Eleven. Eleven. Yeah. That's that's above Andre three thousand. Mm-hmm. Yep. 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 I, I mean, well. I, there's two or three Andre 3000 okay, verses. That, I, was, that, I was actually going to wonder. Uh, oh, no, 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 not yeah. moving forward, but that I'm saying could trump anything we've heard already. Yes, yes. Yeah. All right, so Schoolboy Q, brand new guy, is number 10. I'm going to delete that whole puppet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. I, had, I had to go there. Okay. No, no, no. Rick Ross, Devil in a New Dress. It is a cool verse. Okay. Two Chains, Mercy. Not hip. Kanye West. Ends in Paris. Uh, that's number seven. Number six, Eminem Forever. Uh, number five, J Electronica, Exhibit C. It's pretty genius. Okay. That's a genius verse. Drake, Stay Scheming. You know what? To be fair, to be absolutely fair, Drake is a skilled guy. I'm going to leave it at that. Now, whatever... He's skilled. Hey, hold on. This is the best verses or the best verse. lyrics? I feel verse. Verses. All right. Best all right. Verse. All right. All right. Best verses. Lil Wayne, a Millie, first verse. Okay. Number two, Kendrick Lamar, Mad City, first verse. And then number one. Huh. So no Gosh. no appearance of of any 
I guess there's Lamar. Matt, I, to be honest, I don't know that verse that well, the Mad City verse. I just know the, I mean, fucking uh, whatever that track is, uh, Sing About Me or what is it called? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, when it's my time to say, I'm not going to sit here and sing the song, but yeah, yeah, I know yeah. the track you're talking about. I mean, on, on this mixtape, Rigor Mortis is, is unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. And I, yeah. I pulled it up. I won't read it, but if we're going last five years, Andre 3000. Oh, my gosh. Ro- Royal, Royal Flush, last yeah. verse. Oh, yeah. I, I just don't. To me, it's, 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 it's up there with all of his other shit, but it, it's fucking phenomenal. And I, it's, it's taking any of these shits out. Yeah. Yeah. Just interesting. I thought it was a fascinating yeah, no choice, doubt. Monster, and I thought it might be interesting to kind of revisit it just as a set of lyrics because it is so clearly and definitively, I think, a genius of uh, recording, but I question yeah. was a writing piece. Yeah, yeah no doubt, no doubt. But, it's, yeah. I mean, you know, that's like she added a lot of flavor on that. You know what I mean? It would definitely – I take back a little of my criticism because it's verses and taking the whole verse into the picture – you know, yeah, because it, 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 yep, yep, yep. You you have to look at how it was put down. At least that's the idea. Yeah, absolutely. At least that's the idea. Word up. So that's it, man. Any any, you know, uh, there's one topic I wanted to touch on. We'll touch on a little later. Uh, and another fresher than your father. We're going to tease. This is the tease. And I invite any of the listeners to come with their own stories. The whack digging trip. The whole man, you teasing that? It's a, that's a really, that's a hard tease to let go of. It's a that, hard tease. That it's, trip where you come back with trash. Oh, oh, it's happening. You just make, you make every wrong choice. It's painful. Every wrong choice. I have one of those as well. We gotta go there in the next one. Ah, a couple, you know, a couple, maybe a couple. Uh, what it'll be? Maybe six months if we're lucky. Yeah, that's the hope. That's the hope. Well, so, listeners, enjoy this. Savor it. You should probably listen to it in five-minute increments to get you through to the next one. <laughs> and prepare to listen to it four or five times. Four or five times. Yeah. In I five just, it, it's staring me in the face. I just got to go here. Just, yeah. just to wrap things up. Yeah. The nice bow. You know? Just, just you weren't ready for this? Because, once again, it's a sneak attack. But... Negativity that doesn't live with me. These rappers on one have skipped to three. These rappers on A have skipped to C. What? So I thank I thank you for picking me. He's he's not even fucking with B. He skipped. He skipped from one to three and A to C. Karis One didn't even need sneak attack. It's sneak attack. Cats were sitting on B, waiting on him. Med- the medical students who tune in to freshmen, they are they're still they still fell out at the start of the show, and they're I don't they are they're still unconscious right now. Be careful, medical students. I think on the cover it was him. He had a hoodie on. I think he might have been on like a walkie-talkie. Look. Around the corner, hiding around the corner from cats who were, you know, he's about to pull the sneak attack. He's he's going to be sitting inside, uh, like, behind a cadaver. You pull out your cadaver for dissection, and boom, Karis won a sneak attack. Boom. 
Alright, till next time. Keep it real. Keep it cool. And uh enjoy as many cool beverages as possible. Oh yeah. Cool beverages are definitely going down. In fact, if I cool beverages are going down right now, I gotta get out of here so I can get a cool beverage. Yeah, 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 yeah. I matched this uh this Arnold Palmer. <laughs> Word. Just type to top it off. Nice.